0: Hello, I'm Ellie Harris. And I'm Mark Boucher. And welcome to Poking Books.
1: A podcast where I introduce a mystery author who will explain their book through three books which influenced that book.
0: And somehow I have to guess what their book is about.
1: And Ellie will know absolutely nothing about the author or their book until they sit down to record with us. Their
0: name, what kind of book they've written, I will know nothing until they enter the studio.
1: And our author this evening is Noor. I think she will like, what is this crazy thing? And she did say to me beforehand like, Ellie will never guess what kind of book. <laughs> The and diamond. then we
0: led her up to our spare room with uh, cardboard all over the walls to mm-hmm. help soundproof. Um, it's an experience, isn't it, this podcast?
1: Mm. It is For very everyone much an involved. Experience. So I think now we'll uh, dive in and meet Noor and see how close Ellie gets after being given three books. Will she guess what kind of book? Noor wrote. Um,
0: Hi, Ellie, this is Noor.
1: Nice to meet you, Noor. Hi,
0: nice to meet you. Oops. Thanks for coming. So it's really wow. nice, really <laughs> cozy in here. It no, is.
1: this is good. Would you like to give us a few facts about yourself, Noor? Mm,
2: okay, well, my name, when translated my dialect, can mean uh, crude oil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my second fact is that I'm a twin. Okay. And my third fact is that I've, I'm one of the only people that I know of who's drunk um bongo. In the Congo, for okay. real, <laughs> if you know what that is.
0: I do, and Thank actually, uh, weirdly enough, that's Mark and I were having a conversation about Ambongo earlier this evening. I wonder <laughs> why that might be. I'm now seeing why there might be a link, okay.
1: I mm. have to say, it's one of my favourite facts that any of our authors so far <laughs> have come up with. I have yeah. just
0: got one question though, does it taste better there, do we think, than <laughs> somewhere else? Like Because the song suggests...
2: No, I, I lose my sweet tooth in the okay. tropics, okay. so when you drink it and it's all mm-hmm. hot, you're like, ooh, okay. but it had to be done. <laughs>
0: well, I might be well off, as I always say, I might be really far away. Um, I think there might be an element of travel or a faraway land. Maybe it's, I think it's set somewhere tropical. And maybe there's, there's things around family, you've, you've mentioned about being a twin. Should I keep quiet um, when she says yes, these things? Okay. yes. And
1: this is like a game of poker with a literary kind of feel to it. So keep my poker face. Yeah, yeah good. good poker face. Okay. Nor would you like to tell us about your first book that has influenced your book? Um,
2: well, it's The Great Gatsby. I read that when I was a teenager and it really, it taught me the beauty of prose. Like, I, I just, I got this real um, love of just, just, Putting words together, n- n- never mind the story, it was just so beautifully written mm. that I thought, yeah, i you know in the back of my mind, anyway, I thought I definitely want to write in some way, um and I always go back to that book like every few years, and you know it only takes a day to read, um just to remind myself of what you can do with language and and uh so it, it always inspires me um and I, I think any writer really should uh you know read that book every now and then just to you know stop yourself from getting caught
1: up in cliches and yeah. you know those kind of verbal cul-de-sacs that uh-huh. you find yourself in so you've sort of mm. said something about family and travel so mm. has that changed
0: i was thinking more about style when you said the great gatsby um in terms of sort of prose um, and poetic language maybe celebration is a theme but that's it's not given me but i'm um, not giving loads away.
1: Great. Um, no, do you want to just tell us your uh, second book then?
0: Uh, A Fine Balance
2: by Rohinton Mistry. For me, that's one of the best novels I've ever read. It was just phenomenal. I mean, I can't actually remember the story because I read it 20 years ago. But you know, he really takes you to <clears throat> India. You feel like you're in that society, mm-hmm. and and again, he writes beautifully. He writes with humour and there's sadness and pathos and and i love the way he can just slip in you know indian words in in into the prose without having to translate them to the reader he just puts a, it puts it in a context that makes it easy for you to understand what he's saying and it just adds such flavor to to the novel for a long time at university and a little bit after university i only read non fiction okay I sort of weirdly got into my head that I would never read fiction, that nothing fiction, fictional could satisfy me the yeah. way that non-fiction did. And then I decided somewhere around age 25 that I was being ridiculous and I should start reading <laughs> uh, novels, um, especially if I wanted to be a writer myself. Yeah. And and that was one of the books that I, I, I read. It, it was just so immersive and very few books do that to me now, mm. maybe partly because of the internet, I don't know, <laughs> smartphones. But like for a year, I couldn't read any other book. It just didn't compare. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's and I would try. Okay.
1: <laughs> I would try and read them.
0: But nothing's <laughs> quite hit the spot. Yeah. Wow.
1: Right, what are we thinking now, L.A.?
0: I still think set somewhere that's not England. I find it... I'm, I'm picking up on the fact that you've talked about his use of dialect um, and sort of slipping words in and that's still reading quite fluidly and you've uh, in one of your facts as well mentioned about um, dialects and maybe we're set within another culture another language that um, isn't English I wonder whether it's looking back in time slightly maybe there's something about heritage I'm not sure yet I'm, I've got a seed of an idea in my head but I'm not quite sure what it is
1: interesting directions to go in interesting directions mm, okay a Let's talk about your next book, Nort And I've always said to people, like, you know, pick books you like, or, you know, maybe it's a book you don't like. So uh, could you tell us about your next book?
2: Yeah, it's um, Geldof in Africa. I've never actually read it. I've just sort of flicked through it a few times Mm -hmm. just to confirm (laughs) how much Mm -hmm. I dislike it. And, you know, I just pick pages at random and look at how he described wherever he was. Mm. And it was, it's just so kind of generic. He would talk about how he doesn't want to exoticise. And then he would just Exoticize. Oh. And it was, you know, it's honestly, it's one of those books that you could r- write without even stepping foot in Africa. <laughs> if okay. You see what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You could just pretend, uh, you know, that you've gone there and yeah, just write yeah. these sort of cliches. And, you know, it was all very kind of, oh, we landed in a helicopter in this place and they'd never seen a helicopter before and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I'm yeah. sure th- those things are true, oh. but there's so much more to, to those people. Mm. And mm. you're not getting that out of him. It, it's, it's just, it's just such depressing. Mm reading, it, you know, it doesn't make you want to go mm. to wherever he is, mm. and very much from his perspective, and people just have no real personality. It's mm. always, you know, how, okay, I haven't read the book, so I <laughs> me- maybe I yeah. shouldn't go in too deep, but yeah.
1: I know, sometimes you get things like Michael Palin, who I always enjoy, but he's always just going somewhere, mm. and I suppose that's sort of all right, because he's never trying to get to know the cultures necessarily he's picking stuff up on the way but geldoff i think has some sort of savior complex you feel
2: like bob geldoff i don't know what kind of travel he does on his own steam but he just doesn't it seems to me that he did live aid and then just off the back of that thought i must do more stuff related to africa and i'm just gonna write a book and it's like you're not a writer yeah (laughs) it's like you're not a writer and you're not really a the kind of person who might have travelled to Africa independently, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's just a book written by someone like that. Mm. It's just very, very dissatisfying. And mm. but I find that some, you know, sometimes I read bad books yeah. just to
0: <laughs> just <laughs> make to, you to feel think
2: myself. Like, yeah, make me feel better. You yeah. know, you're feeling down about your writing yeah. because you know you read some really good books, and some books are so good that uh, it actually. Um, you know kills your you know, your spirit you're like mm-hmm. I, I can never write something a, a, as good as this you know so sometimes on Amazon I just go through and just look at some really bad writing and think
1: okay well you know at least I'm better than this.
0: <laughs>
1: I like lovely. that a lot. Yes. <laughs> it's not a not a bad place to start I thought I did have a quick look at the um, Geldof in Africa it just immediately starts like describing the sunset but he just says it burned it burned and he put like the (laughs) phrase it burned several times and i thought i'm not sure if you've been to africa i think you've just just got an sti no i was thinking that maybe he was just watching the opening scene of the lion king (laughs) Uh (laughs) okay so okay what do you what do you reckon
0: i'm gonna go a bit more specific i'm just gonna take a take a leap Mm -hmm. i think travel is inbuilt into whatever book this is. And I was gonna go fiction because of the way in which you said you had a sort of awakening of actually there can be good fiction there. But I wonder if it's not, and I wonder if it's telling other people's stories from another culture, maybe, maybe a link to your heritage, but really rich in description. So the sights, the sounds, the smells to really transport the reader into that world. Okay,
1: brilliant. So, um, Noor, do you want to give us your full name, the name of your book, and what it's about?
2: My name is Noor Sarowiwa, and my book is called Looking for Transwonderland: colon, Travels Around Nigeria. Oh. Yeah, I was born in Nigeria, but grew up here. Okay. And then my father was a political activist Mm -hmm. called Ken Sarowiwa, and he um, fought against environmental degradation in our part of uh, Nigeria, Mm -hmm. which is the Niger Delta. Where there's uh, lots of oil um okay. and uh so yeah my my name my my full name first name is no Yó, which means um like honeybee okay. and when it's shortened it's to no, that means honey. but when they discovered crude oil in the fifties, people got poetic <laughs> and were like, oh this is honey from from the ground." <laughs> So my name technically can be translated to uh, petroleum, crude oil. Right. (laughs) But it doesn't actually mean, it does mean honey. Okay. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah. Although I'm not, I don't write about Nigeria as a complete insider because I grew up here. I I felt that um, a lot of travel books that uh, I, I, I read people weren't that immersive, you know, they weren't having the kind of conversations um with the locals in mm-hmm. vertical commas um that I would have. Through no fault of their own. You know, we all have um advantages in whatever our demographic is. Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain men in Nigeria, particularly Muslim men, who I couldn't have a conversation with and they would but they would might say something uh more intimate with a man mm. even though he's white and not nigerian so you know we all have different advantages um but i felt that you know in travel writing that there that just wasn't enough from people uh, like me mm. and uh and so yeah but i you know i wanted it to be literary dialogue was very important mm. you know i'd carry a dictaphone everywhere with me you know, to really capture what people were saying. Uh, You know, so the prose from uh, The Great Gatsby was just, you know, a way of reminding myself to keep it literary because it's quite yeah. it's very easy mm. when you're a travel writer to drift into this kind of slightly bloggish yeah yeah, yeah. outside mm. kind, of, um, kind of eye and... yeah and um, you know even my editor when I was writing it would you know remind me I, I'd describe something in a certain way and was in a very lazy way and then she'd underline it but well, you could do better than that <laughs> and you know force me to you know think it's of a more a literary, literary way and yeah. you know and she you know she was absolutely right it was like uh, so so reading you know good fiction for me is really a really important part of you know being a travel writer Mm um and then reading bad travel writing just to remind you (laughs) what what not to do (laughs) and to give me you know a little boost Mm -hmm. and uh and yeah so it was you know the 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 book is like it's a mix there's an element of memoir Mm -hmm. You know, looking at my family history, you know, little anecdotes from my family, mm-hmm. uh, as well as, you know, travelling through the country and uh, and being very aware of my own shortcomings, you know, as, as someone from the diaspora. You know, there are things that I don't know, there are assumptions that I have mm-hmm. and, you know, that kind of thing. And it's having that awareness, I think, was was really important. And that's something that's often missing from travel books, like, you know, the ones that uh, Geldof writes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And uh, yeah, so that's it. So yeah, you did well. <laughs> I did. I was getting closer than I thought then. Mm.
2: <laughs> it's really
1: quite funny because I think that is the closest <laughs> you've got. And you um, had originally um, suggested another uh, travel, travel book. book. What was the Buenos Aires one? Yeah, Bad Times in Buenos Aires. Okay. And I was like, yeah. I, I am already worried that everything is quite travel uh, centric. Mm. And you like, but how would she guess? It's like. <laughs> 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 you talk about sort of being dragged back there every summer and there's still so much more you can know so it's the first book i think i've read a a travel book where usually i sort of feel just transported in this sort of wonderland that's not quite real because it's often somebody who doesn't have a massive connection or if they have a connection with some place they visit in the book it's one of like 50 places mm. and to have that really in-depth thing it's a book that sort of at first i thought i'm not quite sure When I say I'm not quite enjoying this, not what I mean by that is that I thought I feel slightly uncomfortable or that suddenly this place seems too real. And then as I got into it, I was like, it's this sort of constant reminder. I think people go away on holiday sometimes and they want to feel like, oh, well, this is just a wonderful place. And, you know, there's nothing bad. I'm just going to edit out anything that I see as bad or use Mm -hmm. it as one of those stories to say, oh, people did this in this place. I'm so glad I'm back at home. And... Yeah, it really challenged me. For me,
2: I just love reading things that are truthful. Mm. You know, there is something really grating about any kind of writing that is either relentlessly cheerful mm. or relentlessly cheerless. Mm. You know, it's because because um. we all know that life is is always a mix of the of of both. Yeah, but you know, it's funny how some readers though they, if you write negative things they sort of often remember the negative more than the positive which is you know that's a sort of pitfall of it so you want to tell them no just (laughs) reread it
0: and i find um human stories that's how you really get to know a place as well that's how you get to know the truths of Mm. of places but
2: also i think human beings are all fundamentally the same cultures differ for you know all sorts of reasons Mm -hmm. but we're all fundamentally the same and so you know if they're if there are, a, you know, if there are cultural peculiarities, there's always a reason for it. And that's something that I felt was really important in my book is you can complain about the way certain people behave or whatever. But there's always a reason behind it, yeah. you know. And as long as you put that reason in, then it's fine. If you don't. If you don't have the reason, then all you have is this weird behaviour, and it allows understand. other people that you can't understand, yeah. and that it then allows other people to just come up with their own ridiculous theories. So,
1: what's this about drinking Umbongo oh. in the Congo? Like I disclaim, like how?
2: Oh yes. Okay. So the advert when we were kids yeah there's that advert, the drink and bongo, this tropical drink that's got all these you know fruits in it mm-hmm. um uh my twin and i we we loved um watching that advert. It was like you know the lyrics um oh, bongo and bongo, they drink it in the congo the lion took a passion fruit of guava and a mango and all this kind of stuff <laughs> and
1: um it's also innocent back then,
2: <laughs> yes, it would be considered politically correct now, yeah. but I don't think so i I love it I think it was it was brilliant, and um, I was invited to. A literary festival. It's a French literary festival that's normally held in Mali, mm. but because they had some trouble with um, Islamic insurgents, they decided to move it um, that year, 2013, to Brazzaville in the Congo. And uh, so, as I was like, you know, getting ready and stuff, the word Congo kept coming into my mind. I started, you know, singing this Mbonga, the Congo song. And I suddenly realised, oh my God, I'm going to the Congo. <laughs> Let me just buy some Mbongo and actually drink it in the Congo. And I might be possibly the only human being who's ever done that. So I was really excited. Did you share it with other people? No. (laughs) I did it by myself. No one else would understand. I just did it, took a selfie, bragged about it on Facebook. A few people appreciated what I achieved. And So I I drank it and yeah. The rest is history. Yep. Wow. I made
1: history. You did. And the rest is history, yeah. It's <laughs> so one of the most incredible stories ever told. Mm. I think that's brilliant. Mm. Um, you've sort of talked about writing in general. Are there any sort of things that are brewing, or is it a bit early, or you're not sure? Or...
2: Yeah, I'm writing a book about Africans who live in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, been, it's taken me ages to, to finish it, but I will eventually. Yeah. And uh, also, I'm writing a book that's concentrating solely on the Niger Delta
1: as well. So it's kind of two at the same time, mm. so is that sort of wanting to go a bit more depth into the night yeah. Delta? Yeah, proper checking out all spills, you know talking to former gangsters, all that kind of thing.
2: Wow. Former militants
1: wow. but No, thank you very much. For
0: thank you so on. much. Mm. No, thank it's, you. It's really nice it's to great. meet you. Oh, and I'm really glad that I got so close. That feels like a win for me.
1: that, <laughs> that was possibly the closest, yeah, yeah. brilliant great thank yeah, you. I'm impressed
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
1: Ellie, that was, that was so close. It was close, wasn't it? I mean, I don't think you you really couldn't have got any closer.
0: I'm feeling quite smug, not yeah. gonna lie. But th- then we go back to, I know we mentioned this quite a lot, but uh, the aura of a person as they enter a room and just sort of immediately I knew there was something travelly going on in mm. Noah's writing. I'm
1: trying to think if she's the first author who hasn't taken her shoes off. I just noticed she gets her <laughs> shoes on. Maybe that's a traveller thing. They Maybe. probably all did. I, can't re- I actually can't remember.
0: We'll ask them. We'll ask them to get in touch and we'll let you all know.
1: Yes, I, I know well, you're, I- you're all
0: dying to know and you'll sleep better at night.
1: So the night we recorded Noor, we made a bit of a mistake and we forgot to ask her to read from her book because she was the second author we'd recorded that night, and I think we were just getting a little bit tired and forgetful. But, fortunately, Nor managed to send us a recording of herself reading from Looking for Trans Wonderland while she was away on holiday in the Caribbean. So, yes, please enjoy.
2: Nothing seemed to change for the better politically or economically in 1980s Nigeria. I would arrive at an airport that hadn't been refurbished in 20 years. The humid, viscous air, pointlessly stirred by sleepy ceiling fans, would smother me like a pillow and gave a foretaste of the decrepitude and discomfort that lay ahead. Back then, when international flying was considered the height of sophistication, many of the child passengers were dressed as if attending a black tie event. Parents tarted up their little girls in frilly party dresses, The boys sweated it out in bow ties and dinner jackets, while armed thieves, otherwise known as government soldiers, rummaged through everyone's luggage at customs. Only in Nigeria could you see machine guns, tuxedos, army fatigues and evening frocks together at an airport. The insane aesthetic summarised my country's vanities and bathos more clearly than anything else, and it depressed me. I wanted out.
0: You've been listening to Poking Books with Ellie Harris and Mark Bausher.
1: You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Both of them are just at Poking Books.
0: No hashtags, no underscores, just simply at Poking Books. You can also listen to the podcast at soundcloud.com forward slash Poking Books.
1: Or wherever you get your podcasts from.
0: And remember, if you do enjoy the podcast, please subscribe because it means more people will find us and listen to us.
1: You've been listening to a Rabbit Island podcast and do tune in for the next episode very soon.
0: Thank you very much for listening.
1: Thank you. Bye.